Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. I grew up in the 90s, and I'm a Gilmore Girls enthusiast. I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. Anything exciting? It's fall. <laughs> Fall's here. It's fall, and it makes me really happy that it's fall. I'm not a summer person. Yeah. It's Especially Utah, so, so hot. I mean, we don't have humidity, so I'm gonna be very grateful that we don't. My friend in Georgia, shout out to Gabby if she cares about Utah, is <laughs> listening. <laughs> but she lives in Georgia, and basically, like once a week, we text each other the humidity and oh. the current temperature because there's like a hundred percent commit humidity Ooh. there. Ooh. But then here will be like 100 degrees. But right now, this week, they have been in the 90 no. degree range. No. I don't know about the humidity, but probably at least 50% because it's always yes. so high there. Um, anyway, i miserable. So I'm so sorry for everyone in the I South. Know. Fall is coming. It's going to reach you eventually. Yeah. But hang in there. Well, even in like New York, New Jersey right now, it's still in like the 80s and stuff like that and humid and that sounds terrible. Miserable. Especially when you just want to put on a sweater. I know. And you just want to, like, drink that pumpkin just spice. Just want to get cozy. And, like, I should you... clarify, pumpkin spice latte. Don't just drink pumpkin spice. Oh, my gosh. Please put Jordan, it in a latte form. Why are you recommending <laughs> just or downing the powder? <laughs> Whatever. <it> pumpkin is. <laughs> spice. <laughs> I didn't finish that. From the grocery store. Woo. Yeah, and usually we have it pretty warm to, like, October, so... I'm kind of liking this early coolness. Yeah. I have heard some complaints from a few people, but I am thoroughly enjoying this. I love, like, 60 to 65 degree weather yes. is my favorite. And if it could just, where is that all year round? Like, where can I go? I don't know. Like, San Francisco, maybe? Yeah, probably. I need to, like, go north. Yeah. Canada? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Canada coast? I'm not sure. What yeah, you know true. about Canada. <laughs> it's a little cold. Does it snow there? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll okay. chat later. Fine, I will And I Canada. will explain Canada to you. Is it Canada just like <laughs> 364 days a year, like winter snow? And then one day a year, yeah, one day a year. summer, you can go outside? <laughs> yep. That's it. That's, a, that's it right that's there. I picture it. We are all Inuits. Yes. Yeah, living li- in Inglos. Absolutely. I'll right. explain it to you next time later in our Canada podcast <laughs> in our special Canadian episode <laughs> that has nothing to do it. with Utah, which is probably not true. We could we could find a connection. Yeah. Oh, for a sure. A lot of Mormons went up to Canada. For so sure. We could figure it out. Cool. There's a, there's a connection there. Is our topic t- today about Canada? It is not. <laughs> what are we learning? It is what about, are we about well, I. It's a little lighthearted, but it's it's good. Do you like fried chicken, Jordan? I, I'm going to start there. I love fried chicken. Yeah? I love most things that are fried, but yes. when I was pregnant with my first, I craved fried chicken. Really? It's the weird... I mean, it's not that weird. I mean, yeah. But I... All the things to crave. all I wanted was fried chicken. That's awesome. Luckily, Chick-fil-A was around. Luckily, oh, yeah. you know, I had 
there's a lot of chicken to get it, including yeah. KFC. There's a lot of fried chicken options these days. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we're talking about today is fried chicken. But specifically Kentucky fried chicken. Interesting. Which <laughs> at first glance You would think you would think that an episode on Kentucky fried chicken would maybe take place in Kentucky. But no, there is a very strong Utah connection to Kentucky fried chicken. Are you ready to learn I'm about ready. This? I'm so excited because I do live by the first KFC. That's and where they, we're going. They have a huge sign that yes. says the first KFC. Oh, yes. And, and I'm it, pretty sure if you have driven on the 15, can you see it from I-15? Uh, I don't know. It's like on State Street. It is on State so Street. So I don't, I, but maybe you can. So if, if you've ever enough. driven on State Street in Salt Lake. Salt Lake, you have probably seen it. Like, I think it's kind of on people's radar, but very lightly. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of dive in and tell you the history of the first KFC in ever, which was in Utah. Started here. My, so a really funny thing, we went to Europe for the first time this spring and we were in London or we were in Cornwall actually. Yes. And we were staying with, you know, an Airbnb and they had like, we were in like a little cottage behind their house. And Uh anyway, we were talking to them and, and the dad was like, did you go to Kentucky without me? The the wife, they, their KFC oh. is like 45 minutes away from them, and oh. they love KFC over there. I wow. I knew we'd see McDonald's. I yes. knew we would see, but Burger King and KFC, yeah. like, for sure rivaled McDonald's. Yeah. And it KFC was everywhere. And everyone I met, I had to tell them that yeah. KFC started in Utah, and no one cared. No one cared. But they no. appreciated a like, random fact America. from a stupid girl that had yeah. never been there before that was really excited. I'm sure they appreciated it. But I loved how much people loved KFC. Yes. Like, oh, it yeah. was a thing. I've been to Hong Kong and seen KFC. And it's just... It's worldwide. Yeah, you do expect to see McDonald's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but when you see KFC, you're like, really? Really? KFC? KFC? Okay. I, and sadly, I should have eaten there when I was there because maybe it's better there. Oh, maybe. But I was... I, it's just... It's usually, yeah. you know, pretty mediocre. Very true. So, to be completely honest, maybe just the one I have just—it's pretty mediocre. I I always have to put it in the fridge and eat it cold. For some reason, cold tastes so much better. Yeah, for me. So that's that's my trick is to fridge it to and chow it down it on the a little bit better. All right. So how did it? Start? Okay. So I'm gonna take us back to the history a little bit of KFC to get. To the Utah point. So, so snuggle up, get cozy. Got We're my gonna, pumpkin spice. I got your pumpkin latte. Latte, right. Don't you, don't you <laughs> spice that solo. Spice challenge. Um, we're going to talk about Harlan Sanders. Great. Before he was, he was a colonel. Well, you have to start and somewhere. that is kind of a funny story anyways. Um, but he was born September 9th, 1890 in Henryville, Indiana. He was the oldest of three kids, but his dad died when he was about five. He did not get along with his stepfather, who his mother remarried in 1902, so he dropped out of the seventh grade at the age of 13 and went to live on a nearby farm. Like you do. 
Like you do. You're not going to go to school. You're going to go on a farm. It's, you know, 1902. Why not? And then in 1906, he was around 16. He moved to New Albany, Indiana to live with his uncle. So you will notice that we're starting our story in Indiana. So it's not, we're not even to Kentucky yet. Wow. So again, get comfy. Just kidding. It's not that long. (laughs) I don't think. But this started a long string of random jobs, which would eventually lead to his chicken dynasty. But I'm just going to list you some of the jobs. Like, it's crazy. He worked on a farm. He was a streetcar conductor. He lied about his age to get into the army. He was only in the army for about a year, but he was honorably discharged. He worked various railroad jobs, multiple railroad jobs. He studied law. He sold life insurance. He started a ferry company. This is all one person? Yep. He (laughs) worked. This is all the colonel. Well, I mean, you gotta earn that title. Um, He worked for the Michelin Tire Company, like, so many jobs. And he would lose some of them because he was, like, would get in fights with people and stuff. So, like, he had a personality. Yeah. Is what I'm gonna say. Got it. So, in all that time, he was married to Josephine King from Jasper, Alabama, and they had three kids. His son, Harlan Jr., so he had one son, two daughters. His son died when he was 20 from infected tonsils. Ooh, I I think that, yeah, I think that's that was thing. common. I guess back then, right? Yeah, and I think that's why people always like got their tonsils out. Like, that was super in vogue for a long time. Yeah. And then only in the last couple of years. It's like... People, I mean, a couple, maybe couple decades, maybe. Antibiotics or something. Yeah, we don't really need to do that anymore. Yeah. But that was a problem. But it's kind of, kind of sad. His yeah. only son, Harlan Jr., when he was 20. Yeah. But that's old. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, also, during this time, the family moved to Tennessee. And for one period of time, so his wife and the girls went to, like, go live with her parents. And he was working in Arkansas. And he lost jobs. And then he moved back in with his mother in Henryville. The whole family moved to Jefferson- Jeffersonville, Ohio. Okay. So he's kind of a mess. He kind of is a mess, like kind of all over the place, Yeah, which is kind of interesting. You don't really think about the colonel being anything other than just the colonel, whatever comedian is playing him on the commercials nowadays, you know, making that fried chicken. Yeah. So they moved to Jeffersonville, Ohio in 1916. So that's right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. Got it. So we're getting closer Got to it. Kentucky. We're inching our um, way there. Which I have been to Louisville, Kentucky. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've never been there. <laughs> I've seen his uh, grave. Oh. Yes, at um, the cemetery there, which is a beautiful cemetery. Is his grave, like, large or I anything? think it has, if I remember correctly, like, a bust of him on it. Wow. It could have more. Does he look like the colonel on the commercials? Yeah. Like, the, white hair and, like, oh, yeah, beard yeah. and mustache. And yes. Doesn't he have, like, a monocle? <laughs> that is the Monopoly Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is. I don't you're, know if it is the Monopoly you're Man. You're totally right. But that's... We'll see. That's, so, we're getting closer to the chicken. In 1930, he was offered a service station in North Corbin, Kentucky. So, this is about 150 miles south of Louisville. And closer to the Tennessee border. So the Shell Oil Company was like, you can have this rent-free in exchange for the percentage of the sales. 
So he began to sell food there and kind of turn it into a restaurant. So that's where he started making his chicken. And then in 1935, he was commissioned by the Kentucky governor as a Kentucky colonel. Oh, And wow. his fame grew after that. Kentucky Colonel. So that's... And he did never let anyone not call him Colonel Sanders. Oh my gosh. And I always think of So I Married an Axe Murderer. Do you know that movie? No. What? Watch it. No, but I think someone but, recently told me to watch it too. Yes. Because okay. Mike Myers' dad, who is played by Mike Myers, talks about the Colonel. The Colonel. And it's hilarious. If I was a Colonel or if I'm ever like, you know, knighted... Or yeah, damed is that what it's called? Yeah, I will always make someone call me that. Oh yeah, Dame Jordan, Dame Dame Jordan. <laughs> okay, I will probably not call you that. <laughs> You're the just only one I will allow. Just My children and everybody. Your husband. Yep, must Dame be. Jordan. Let's say the full title. <laughs> So, by 1940, he had finalized his secret recipe of 11 herbs and spices. We have all heard that phrase Mm -hmm. from commercials Mm -hmm. all our lives. (laughs) He's really beat it into our brains. Yes. So, what I didn't know was that there was the 11 herbs and spices secret recipe, but then he also cooked them, fried them in a, like a pressure cooker. Oh. And that was the the catch like it was like this really quickly cooked fried chicken oh so it took like six seven minutes to cook it which is kind of crazy i didn't even know you could do that i know it kind of i have an instapot i know it kind of feels like an air fryer maybe i'm gonna do it yeah (laughs) maybe we should test this up yeah um but it was yeah it was i watched this little like tv segment that he was on making this chicken and yeah it took like Seven minutes took a batch of chicken. Damn it! I'm so hungry now. Why didn't we make fried chicken? I probably should have like brought before. Some. We should have gotten got a recipe, done it in the Instapot, and I guess I guess it'd be really well. bad to be eating fried chicken while no one wants to hear that. No, because they can't smell it. Yeah, if you could smell it. Maybe it'd be a little bit better. <laughs> it'd be worth it. <laughs> it'd be worth it. So in 1947, he and Josephine got divorced. Oh. And in 1949, he married his longtime mistress. Oh, like you do. <laughs> I mean, he's the colonel. He can do whatever he Apparently. wants. Apparently. But I guess he was kind of a womanizer. Ugh. Or maybe I'm just giving him that Which is, title. isn't it so true that, like, I feel like most of the time womanizers are, like, total mess-ups? Like, yeah, he, right. he doesn't have any like, he can't do together, anything but he's right. so charming yes. for whatever reason. Yeah. And, like, businessmen can kind of be... Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess he's had a little bit of success at this point. Yes. And she was actually the manager of the North Corbin restaurant. Okay. So it was now a restaurant and a motel. Got it. So it had grown. Um, And then for some reason, I'm not sure why, he was recommissioned as a Kentucky colonel in 1950. Wait, why don't we we revisit restaurant and motel setups? Like, if you just, like, make... Have a McDonald's restaurant motel. Yes. Well, because now we think of KFC as like fast food. That's true. This was like an actual. This was like a sit down restaurant. Nice restaurant, and it was right off like a main street in that town. And then they built the freeway, oh. and so like people stopped coming, and so I think he was a little bit like, "What, what am I going to do?" Yeah, yeah. Okay. If people are How not do we get coming to anymore, stay? but and then he was recommissioned as colonel for. Who knows why? Mm-hmm. 
I think his really good friend was the governor at the time. Okay. So he's been double colonel. His connections. Okay, got it. Sorry. But after all that exposition, here comes Utah. So in 1952, the colonel, I'm just going to call him the colonel now because it's easier. Mm-hmm. I've probably been doing that the entire time. <laughs> That's how he would want it. Yeah, obviously. He was commissioned twice. Um, but he decided he wanted to start franchising his chicken. Okay. So not franchising his restaurant. Right. Just the chicken. Got it. So the first restaurant to do this was um, a restaurant called Harmon's in Murray, Utah. Mm. Uh, so Pete Harmon was the owner and he and his wife Arlene um, owned this restaurant. It was pretty successful. So, and when they first opened it, Pete and Arlene, it was called the Dewdrop Inn, which there's a restaurant with that same name in San Francisco. That's where they met. They uh-huh. got married in 1938. They worked there during the 30s. So they called it the Dewdrop Inn and then later changed it to the Harmon Cafe. So you can go by now and it'll still say, it's a KFC, but it'll still say Harmon yeah, Cafe. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Um... So they just started, he didn't, he didn't come to Utah. They just started selling his chicken out well, of the cafe. I will tell you that whole story. So. <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> I know. Jordan, you, you were getting away ahead of yourself. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. Whew, okay. I will let you know this whole I really whole am so story. hungry. <laughs> I know. This is your stomach talking. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Pete and the Colonel had met previously at the National Restaurant Association in Chicago. So at the time, they both had small restaurants. They met and liked each other. So apparently, the colonel was on his way to a Christian retreat in Australia. He was very Christian, by the way. Very okay, Christian. of course. Um, and he stopped in Salt Lake City to visit Pete and Arlene. Um, and they were going to show him around town. They were actually... This is what one account said. They were going to take him to eat at Log Haven in Mill Creek Canyon. Oh. Have you ever been there? I know, but I we drive by it all the time. It's good. Yeah. You should go there. Okay. Um, but all the colonel wanted to do was make them some fried chicken and, like, show like, him, like, these are my 11 herbs. But, you know, like, I don't know if he showed them the recipe right, per right, se, right. but he just wanted to sh- show them his chicken. He found that pressure cooker and he... He, like, packed it probably in his suitcase. He the he's chicken. like, here but we no, go. No, no, I can make you something better. Yeah. He's like, mm, nice try. Okay. I've got chicken. Um, and so I guess this was kind of his pitch, you know, his sales pitch to start franchising the chicken, which I do think is kind of interesting that he just wanted to franchise the food. Right. And not... And not the whole... The whole the thing. whole idea, which honestly is probably smart because yeah. then you just... Tell them how to do it. Yeah. And then you get royalties or yeah, how that works. Exactly. And you're not having to be like, and then you have to build this. Yeah. And here's this giant and... menu that you have to follow. Yeah. And he knew what worked. Maybe the other exactly. food sucked. <laughs> yeah. Because it was already a hit in Kentucky. So he knew what worked. So for every chicken that sold, the colonel would get five cents. So for every whole chicken, oh, okay. he would get five cents Great. at the time. Um, it's like a million dollars back then. <laughs> five cents was a lot of money. Um, but the deal was made strictly on the honor system. Oh, wow. No contract yeah. or anything. I watched um, an interview with him and he was like, yep, we never had a contract. 
It was all trust, which is bonkers crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, not smart. But it I worked guess, out, I guess. I guess it worked. Don't do that. 40s. Anyone out there trying to sell their fried chicken? <laughs> yes. Get it in writing. Yeah. Sign that stuff up. But way to go. Harmon's Cafe I know. has. It worked. Yeah. Some um, integrity. Oh, side note. So when the colonel came, he's like, I want to make this chicken for you. So they went to the store. So Pete's brother, Jake. <laughs> Going somewhere with this. Got it. Jake Harmon. Jake Harmon had a grocery store. Wait. So, their last name Harmon is spelled H-A-R-M-A-N. Okay. But his brother Jake opened a bunch of grocery stores and changed the spelling of his last name to H-A-R-M-O-N. So they are related. Is so it Harmon? his brother opened Harmon's grocery stores. Oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So those of you that are outside of Utah, Harmon's is just a grocery store chain. Yeah. I love Harmon's. It's great. It's, it's like, it's not Whole Foods. No. But it's a little bit nicer. Yeah. Higher end grocery store. Yeah. Their bakery is amazing. They have great quality. They actually have great fried chicken. Oh my gosh. <gasps> they have great fried chicken. <laughs> they have the recipe. Just oh, kidding. I don't know if they it's do. It's so good. But... And it's cold. And you're supposed to serve it cold. Even better. I mean, they have fried chi- hot fried chicken you can buy as, like, a lunch. Yes. Or you can actually get the pre-made chicken for, like, a like a huge one for, like, your whole family. Yeah. And I and we always serve, serve it cold. I yeah. think it's supposed to be – it's so good. I ate that a lot mm. when I was pregnant. See? Oh, my goodness. It's maybe, all coming around. Okay. Maybe they got a little circle. bit of that in there. I wonder. It's good. But isn't that funny? I was like, what? Yeah. Two, like, really successful people from this family. Great. Mom and dad are so proud. I know. Well, another side, another side note, now that you said mom and dad are so proud. This is a sad side note. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll eat my sadness with but fried chicken later. But his mom, this is really sad. I'm just going to bring it down okay. to sad town. Okay. Okay. His mom died. Pete's mom died two days after he was born. So he's the youngest. Pete Of Harmon? 14 children. Yes. Okay. The one that opened the cafe. Yes. Okay. So he's the youngest of 14. Wow. His mom dies two days oh. after he was born. And oh. his dad got remarried to, this is kind of weird, his brother's widow. Whoa. Like an older brother yeah. died. Or, yeah. So his his dad's brother died and he married his brother's wife. Dad's Does that make sense? Oh, his own. Okay, the, so not his son's wife. No, his his the dad's the brother. dad's brother's. Okay, well, wife the family, I guess, because his brother died, and then so that's the sad part. But her name is Caroline Hemingway Harmon, and if you go to BYU or if you have gone to BYU, you might I don't be, currently go to BYU. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You're like. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe today's the day. Yeah. Um, but the Harmon building at BYU is named after her. Oh. Which is kind of crazy. Because she went there? Was she a... I... We'll do, we can do anyways, an episode about But yeah, later. like there's another little weird side note to They all are, have, are very successful. Right? Okay. But I think she basically raised them all. 14 kids, which is bonkers. Bonkers. Anyways, let's bring it back. Okay. To back. the chicken. So, while the colonel was in Australia, Pete added the chicken to his menu, and he had a sign painter come, and I think it was the sign painter's idea to call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. He's like, it's fried chicken, 
and it's from Kentucky. So he made this big sign that said Kentucky Fried Chicken. He also added the finger licking good <gasps> to the signs. No, just the random sign painter. Yeah. Get a job in marketing, dude. Yeah. And so the colonel loved that when he heard about it or saw it. I can't remember if he came back to see it. But Pete also came up with the idea of putting chicken in a bucket so that it would be easy for families to take home. The colonel hit the jackpot with these people. Right? Like, they owe him. Yeah. They really started this. He owes them. He he owes them. <laughs> Big time. So all of that originated here in Murray, Utah. Crazy. At the very all first. All the branding, KFC. the packaging. Right? Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. So, I can't believe the sign painter. Like they didn't. Ha- they were like, "We need a sign painter. Painter, come. You. What do you want me to paint? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Just it's fried chicken. Fried chicken from Kentucky. Okay. Well, let me help you out here. Let me think about that. I, Kentucky fried chicken. Kentucky fried chicken. And you know, when I'm eating Kentucky fried chicken, yeah, I usually lick my fingers. I mean, who doesn't? There we go. Add that to the sign. Oh my gosh, what a smart guy! I know, crazy, okay. right? Um, so the Harmons stayed friends with the Colonel. Until he died um, at the age of 90 in 1980. Wow. The colonel. Wow. I There might be some secret, like, ingredient in that fried chicken to make you live so long. Possibly. Because, like, he didn't start the chicken stuff till he was, like, 60, 65. Oh, wow. Okay. So. So the last he was 30 years of his life. Young. Like, he was retirement age when he started all this. So, kudos to the colonel for finding something that stuck. Yeah. And that was successful. Pete Hartman passed away in 2014 at the age of 95 in Los Altos, California. I probably slaughtered that. Um, A message message about him from James D. Olson, who was um, the CEO of the Hartman Management Corporation after he died. Um said this, which I thought was really nice. So I'm going to read it. I hope it's not too long. Here we go. He said, money is only as good as what you do with it. It was one of Pete's favorite sayings, and he practiced what he preached. Despite never finishing high school, Pete has always been an ardent supporter of higher higher education. Because of his desire to play a part in helping people help themselves, he established trust funds over the last three decades and have provided scholarships for thousands of needy college students. He donated artwork, constructed buildings, and contributed to the development of entrepreneurship programs on different campuses around the country. In his constant quest to support good causes, he's been instrumental in supporting research at children's hospitals, where he was also known for providing periodic KFC dinners to the patients and staff. So it's just kind of like, oh, great guy. he was a really great guy, That's like awesome. very kind and... I was reading another story. This woman who was a single mother started working at, like, his restaurant, and she worked there for, like, 40 years, and he really did not want her and her kids to, you know, not have... Be successful. Yeah, and, and so, like, he was very much a champion of that. Great. Arlene Harmon passed away in 2013 at 97 years old. And they had owned and operated over 300 KFC franchises in Utah, California, Nevada, and Washington, which is a lot. Yeah. And very impressive. 
The original franchise on 39th and State in Murray still has the name Harmon Cafe. Yep. And KFC on it. And you can go, so I went there. Oh, yeah? And it's kind of like a little museum. And part of it is the old Harmon Cafe, and part of it is like a new KFC. Oh, that's kind of cool. But there's like a statue out front of the Colonel and Pete, and there's like all these pictures and stuff. And there's a white suit in a glass box. No. So you can look at that. I took a few pictures. And like he actually wore this white suit. It was, it belonged to the Colonel. Ah, that is a crazy, so I it's thought kind it was of, just some random, yeah. like, cartoon that's No, there's through. like all sorts of stuff. That's great. On the walls. Okay, we gotta go. I know. No, I see it all the time. Just... Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Today, KFC is the second largest restaurant chain next to McDonald's. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was Subway. I, Way to go, KFC. Yeah. Yeah. There are 22,621 locations worldwide in 136 countries. I think 50% of those are in the in the UK. Yeah. Literally. I'm pretty sure. All over. 11,000 of those <laughs> are in the UK alone. Cornwall. You can quote me on that. In Cornwall. In Cornwall. Um, in 1991, they changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC, just to shorten it and yeah. make it easier to say. But I think everyone called it KFC. Yeah, Anyways, already. Yeah. Now, I mean, you still see the Colonel on the commercials being played by who knows who is up next. Yeah. Um, which I kind of think is funny. It was Jim Gaffigan at one point. Oh, it's right? been everyone. Reba. It's been Daryl Hannah. It's, yeah, Reba McIntyre. Uh, George Hamilton, like all sorts of random so people. Funny. So I hope he is enjoying that, <laughs> the Colonel. But I mean, how cool is that to think that all those KFCs started? Well, and that it, it like the not not a lot has changed. Like the bucket, yeah, yeah. and the the freight or the quote saying, yeah, what I'm trying to say the catchphrase, yep, um, the white suit. Like, yeah. all of that seems to be so similar. I wonder if, um, like, if the recipe has changed at all or if everything is... Yeah, I'm a little curious to so see, cool. like, if the colonel came back miraculously for a day. What he would think. If he I, tasted it and would be like, this tastes exactly the same. Yeah. Or if it would be different. And do we even know be, what 11 herbs and spices are in there? No. I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere, I should probably but... Google that, but... I'm really going to look up a copycat recipe for the Instapot and try it. I think it. you should. That sounds so Let good. Let me know. Give me a call. Like today, I'm going to go to Harmon's. Oh. I'm going to get all the recipe, all the, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to get their fried chicken to eat while yes. I wait while six minutes you for cook mine. yours. And then I'm going to get those 11 ingredients, spices. Yep. Come home, make it. Yeah. Eat my fried chicken and compare it. Eat the Harmon's fried chicken yeah. and compare it to my Instapot. Yeah. I see a lot of chicken in your future (laughs) (laughs) i'm okay with that yeah i mean if you're okay with that i'm okay with that okay good well awesome there you go that was incredible yeah i had no idea and i i should have realized that i could have learned a little bit just by going into the first one ever yeah but um yeah who knew it was like a little little museum clever i also love Harmon's more right i don't know why but i I know it's just like oh there's an interesting connection there very cool. Good job, Harmons. Thanks for picking this topic. Yeah, you're and welcome. Literally making my mouth water. You're welcome for that too. I'm I'm so hungry. I gotta go eat. 
Well, thanks for listening, everyone. You can find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We have a Facebook group that you are welcome to join and chime in. We would love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. And you are always welcome to email us at utahfamous at gmail.com with comments or suggestions for upcoming episodes. We would love, love, love to hear what you guys are interested in. So thanks a lot. Awesome. Bye. Bye.